Hey, hey, Boss Street Ballers. Patty Dominguez here with Tim Wambach. Another episode 38 with Mike Stanzik. Okay, but before we go on who Mike is a little bit, we did have some technology issues on this. And that happened. So Tim was not available for the entire show. He was there in spirit, though. I had a great conversation with Mike Stanzik. We talked about what I thought was going to be a great conversation on Facebook, since he's a Facebook expert. What happened was he flipped the script a little bit. We started talking about mindset and what has transpired over the past two years from somebody that had no idea what internet marketing was and the fact that he has created a six-figure business in such a short amount of time. And he talks specifically about what it took to make that happen and the skills and the insights that he learned, talks about the books that he read. You must take a listen to this because you're going to learn so much on this episode that you can apply to your personal life that's gonna carry you through for many years to come. Now, if you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do so because that is what makes you a Vasri baller. And if you haven't done so, head over to bossrysociety.com. We have a great business resources guide. We encourage you to head on over there, download that for yourself. It is the tools that we use in our business. We absolutely love and we want to have that available for you as well. So head over there. And again, great episode. Let us know what you think, as always, on Twitter at Boss Free Society. And with that, here we go. Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. So guys, we're here with Mike Stanzik, the amazing Mike Stanzik, who um, I've gotten to know a little bit better, specifically because we just came out from an incredible event, ClickFunnels, or the Funnel Hacking event that happened in Vegas this past weekend, where they were giving away like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, I forgot. They were giving away a Ferrari. A Ferrari, yeah. I'm not into cars that much. So yeah. <laughs> they were giving away a Ferrari. Mike was on a party bus on Friday night. Immediately, I was like, oh my God, I love these guys. <laughs> so it was just so much fun. I, I'm really happy. I got to connect with you there a little bit. People speak so highly of you and you're like being the Facebook guru of our group there. We want to know, Mike, where did this all start out? If I could just preface a little bit for our community, you're like on the younger side, the early 20s, right? Yeah, I'm 22. Okay, perfect. So here's why that's salient. This is the only reason is because most people your age are just coming out of college, trying to figure out how to get a job, looking at a mountain of debt because of their school loans and whatnot. And you are such the outlier in that respect. So how did this kind of all come to be? Yeah, it was really crazy because I never thought I would be doing anything in internet marketing or anything in that kind of respect at all. I was going to school at CU Boulder. Probably like most people, I was one of those guys who was like, I didn't, wasn't happy with the situation, didn't know what I wanted to do. And then someone once gave me a book when I was a, uh, I was a sophomore and he gave me a book, it was Think and Grow Rich. And of course, it's like the start to many people's like entrepreneurial careers. So I read that book and it completely changed my life, not because of like the whole money aspect, but because 
I never knew that I had the ability to control what happened in my life and my perception of things. I thought that things happened to me, not that, not like instead of happening for me or because of me. Who introduced you to the book? It was a good friend of mine. His name was Kyle Lasota, and he was in a network marketing company, and he recruited me and gave me the book. I was like, read this. And I was terrible at network marketing because I love just talking to people, and I just couldn't recruit myself, but I, but I had a cool team. and I'm just So I read that book and changed my life. Because I change the way I look at things. And then, you know, the things that you look at change when you right. do that. Yeah, that's pretty rich for somebody to pass that on. And I was just asking because typically it's like we all get into network marketing as our first foray into entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And yeah. that's exactly what happened to me. I remember going to this mastermind when I, so I joined this, this mastermind with Russell Brunson, which was kind of the start of my like my network marketing or my internet marketing career, apologize. And so I joined this mastermind and the first thing I did with a room full of internet marketers who've been doing this for years, I drew, I drew, you know, my product on the whiteboard and was like, okay, help me be a network marketer. And everyone in the room laughed at me because they all know that like network marketing is not something that internet marketers do successfully. So exactly. So for the guests that are listening, basically network marketing, also known as multi-level marketing is where you are basically a distributor for a product. You Mm -hmm. build a team for yourself and earning commissions, right? So the whole idea is tell two people who are going to tell two people that to tell two two people and it grows exponentially. Internet marketing on the flip side is something where can you give a, um, an explanation in your words of what internet marketing is and what you learned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would think that internet marketing is the connection of entrepreneurs who have ideas and who are fascinated with bringing services to the market to the end consumer in a way that's that's a lot more feasible than basic banner ads that you find on like a on like when you're driving to work or on the TV, right? So, internet marketing is really just connecting these passionate entrepreneurs with passionate consumers at the right time. And thank God for Facebook and for Instagram and all these social network platforms now that I can target the right person at the right place at the right time in their life for these services. So I think it's a great, it's just a platform for connecting people and ideas. And it really is. I mean, it can make your business have the reach like on a global basis. So you can be on your t-shirt at home and like you're like marketing and building this incredible list and you're just adding value to the marketplace. So is this something where you just learned right away? What happened that you figured I'm going to get into Facebook? I'm going to become an expert. Uh, it was crazy. It really didn't happen like that. I mean, for me, I guess it was weird because I was making these products and services. And again, I had read Think and Grow Rich. And for those people who haven't, what happens in Think and Grow Rich is you write down the goals that you want for your life and you, and you focus on you become aware of and focus on the things that you want to become. Like you, you know, like planting a, a flower seed, you water the seed because you know it's in the ground even if you don't see it, right? You know it's there. And so I was doing that. And that was a big part of my story. That's kind of people to think, yeah, maybe it's woo-woo or fluff, but it actually had a huge role in my success. So that's why I always like to bring it up. I was making these products and services and I knew that my big goal was I wanted to make $100,000 a year. And I was so focused on that. And it, nothing was working and I was nothing was really figuring out. And then I went to this event where a guy named Steve Gray spoke on stage and he was a media buyer. And he, this guy is like the king of media buyers, right? Off Facebook, um, makes tons and tons of money. And he came up to me after the event and was like, hey, I'd like to hire you. We had a conversation and he hired me, just hired me. And I told him I have no experience as a media buyer at all. You know that this is not a, this is, this would not be a best decision for you. And he said, no, I have a good feeling. Hmm. And so he trained me in, in some media buying stuff. And then after that, media buying is just like buying advertisements on Facebook. Right. 
uh, after that, a couple months later, I branched off and started getting my own clients and doing my own thing. So it kind of just happened because I had a goal out in my mind to make $100,000 a year and things started coming to me and happening that weren't in my field of vision, but I was open to. So oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So here's why why that's so important. So let's backtrack a little bit because I think the first thing is that you were really open to even reading that type of book, right? So if you're in college and and a friend comes up to you and be like, hey, you take a look at this book. You're like, what the hell is this, right? I have enough to read. I had enough homework to do or whatever. But the fact that you were open and receptive to what was being taught in the book and then more importantly that you took action on the goals um, because that says a lot because a lot of people will be like, yeah, I've read it, but yeah, did you really internalize it and take action on it? And so that's really what the difference is. And I'm curious though, like when you went to this event, it's I find it really incredible that this guy reached out to you yeah, he was just so attracted to you. And, and, in, and in spite of you saying very honestly, hey, I don't, I don't know that if this is going to be the right fit or whatever, he still reached out to you. It was just so perfect. Yeah, it was amazing. And the crazy thing about it was, I was like, he called me up later and he was like, listen, like, it's not, it's not going to be, and I remember I was making no money at the time. Like I had invested all my money in this program, this mastermind event with um, and I, like all my money. Right. So I had like, like probably $3,500 in the bank account and I was going to these events and I was figuring out, trying to figure out what, how to make money, but I wasn't making anything. And he told me, he was like, you know, it's not like you're going to make right around six figures. Like it's going to be right around $8,000 a month. I hope that you're cool with that. And I was just like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah. Um, and, and it was just, it's just to go and say like, not about the money piece, but just the fact that just like you were saying, I was open and, and. I had planted the seed and it started to water and grow. Totally random, but... No, yeah. no, but that is really important because I think everybody goes through money issues or a lot of times I hear, or perfect example, even the people at the event, right? So we're at this conference. There's a room of 400 people there and there's another uh, fellow person in our in the group. Her name's Candace. And Candace says, she's like, I look around this room. There's about what, like three or 400 people there. And she's like, and of the people that let's say are not in the inner circle, right? Cause they're getting the mentorship, the attention, creating their wealth circle. All these other people are just here paying the 297. I would venture to guess she said that only two or three are ever really going to do anything. Two or three are ever only going to be the rock stars. So I was like, I heard that. I was like, wow, that's so true. And and I would venture to ask them, like, why would that be? And then I and just like thinking to myself, like people have such a fear of loss or saying, wow, I can't invest all my money in this. You know, am I going to get a return on it? And they just have a fear of loss. And then you went in and invested in yourself very strategically, went all in. Right. Mm-hmm. You went all in. And, and it's because of that that you didn't have the fear of loss. I mean, how did you feel in your mind about having invested all your money in all these programs? And stuff? It was crazy because I didn't I had no concept of what Internet marketing was. My first event, I didn't even know what a, what a landing page was. Wow. And so that's like on the service level, on the underlying level, I knew that in order for me to make a big difference in my life and for me to hit the goals that I needed to hit or wanted to hit, the ones that I set, I had to become a different person. Right, and so that's different thing. you cannot get the same results as you want being the same person you are today. You have to grow and you have to change. Mm. So I thought in my mind, I said, "What would someone who makes a hundred thousand dollars a year do if he was making a hundred thousand dollars a year? And, and what kind of programs would he invest in? How would he act? And how would he talk?" And of course, it's not like go spend all your money. But what I thought was, well, the first thing he would do is get around like-minded people. And I looked at my circle and I said, "These people aren't going to help me get to." where I want to go in, in my income or in my social circle or my life. 
Therefore, I have to find people who are going to get to, to for me to add value to, because I know I have value. If it wasn't internet marketing, I know I can communicate and share ideas and inspire people um, to, to take action or whatever. And I knew that I had to be around those people. And so by doing that, by making a commitment to myself to become that person, that's when things started to come to me. That's I always awesome. say, like, yeah, we're human beings, not human havings, right? So what am I going to be? And then the things will, will come. That's how I look at it. But you probably know that. This is good because, I mean, how did you know that? Did you introspectively know that? Like, how did you assess in your mind to say, I got to get around different people? Is it because of the book? No, no. It just it was because of the book. And then I kept, of course, I kept reading books and, and devouring information. Don't have a TV in my house. I only read. And that's because I'm thinking to myself, if I want to make a difference or be different, who are the people who are, who are being different? And so I looked at those lies and, I, and, and the majority of successful people that I've studied over the last two years, they said the same thing. You become the people you associate with, Absolutely. right? You become your, your, your friends, your network is your network. You know, it's said a thousand different ways, but, I, but so I'm thinking to myself, okay, I have to be around these people Absolutely. if I want to be something different. Uh, there's a whole different level of doing it on your own, which is totally p- possible. Yeah. I know a lot of people have done it on their own and they've become very successful, but, but to shortcut that success, I, it's important for everyone to get around the type of people that they want. If, it's, if you want to be a great artist, go hang out with artists and, right. and find a way to serve them, pay them maybe, or find a way to serve them on a level where they're going to want you around. That's Same with right. writers or internet marketers. So that's what I did, and it worked out phenomenally. In what period of time did that happen? Did you did you graduate college, by the way? No, I actually I didn't. I took a long break. I went a long break. I didn't graduate college, and again, it was it was a calling. I think there's many forms of, of education, as everyone knows here, probably who are listening to the podcast or people who, people who just are in the internet marketing or network marketing. There's many avenues of education. I just chose a different one. And so I didn't finish college. And I joined the Mastermind 12, 13 months ago. Oh, so it's only months. been 13 months? Yeah. So 13 months ago, I, or maybe 14, I joined the Mastermind. It took about six months to, I spit in my house. I, didn't, I left the house just to get food and to work out in the mornings. That was it. Didn't hang out with friends. Didn't hang out with anybody. Just focused on distilling information because I had no. It wasn't a joke, you know. Like I had to. I was. It wasn't like this or I'll get a job. It was like this. Mm. This is the only thing I can do. And uh, and I lived off a little bit of food and I lived off. I just kind of had my laptop and didn't do much and just worked away for six months and then everything started to come. What happened when you left? Did your how did your family take it? Was it not a big deal for them? <laughs> no, it was a huge deal. Um, <laughs> I mean, how did you make that decision? Be like, you know what? I'm gonna go balls out. I'm gonna go over here. It's not gonna be a popular decision, but I have to oh do my it. God, it was tough. It was tough. It was tough because I had this thing. You know, there's like. I realized that now, I realized now, back then I really wanted to make my, my parents proud. And so it was like holding me back because I wanted to make my dad proud. It was like this deep, it was like this sub, subconscious stuff that was holding me back because in order to make him proud, I had to stay in school. But, I, but it was killing me to stay in school. I knew I said, this is not me. Like, this is not what I'm supposed to do. When I, I mean, my dad still calls me today. <laughs> and he's like, son, um, just, uh, I hope you found a community college down there in Florida. I think you could maybe do some part-time classes. <laughs> um, he's the type of guy who like, he like was working at a job and like got his MBA at night. Like just like, because he wanted to, I was like, why'd you get it? He was like, well, just in case, you know, I ever need it. Yeah. So he's that type of guy. So it was tough for my, my parents and, but you just got to make a decision for yourself. Yeah. And I think the lesson there is the model or the story that you were sold on what it is that was your path to success 
is not one that you, it just didn't fill you anymore and you weren't being congruent. So if you would have stayed, you would have been miserable. And regardless if you would have completed it to get the piece of paper, you'd still be incongruent. You'd be incongruent in a job. You'd be incongruent doing something that you didn't want to do. So it was either before or after two or three years, you'd still probably wind up doing the same thing as like moving out of that into something bigger. Yeah, yeah. And you just create so much resistance. People who don't step into their passions, I feel like they create so much internal resistance. There's this thing inside of us that it's, you know, that people call it intuition. People talk, call it, you know, coincidence or coincidence. Right? Break down the word coincidence is to coincide or to act as one with, you know. So people go, oh, it's just a crazy coincidence. Well, that means that something was there to, to guide you along a path and you should really listen to those things. Yeah. And that's what I started doing. And, and, People who don't listen to their coincidences or their intuitions create a real divide with themselves. And the greater that that divide grows, the less powerful you are as a person. Right. And and I realized that I couldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a part of this mentality of like going with the flow and and just becoming someone like a number in the masses. I felt like I had a voice, like everyone does, and I wanted to share it. So of all this. What I would say so far, the ballsiest move that you've ever made is it leaving your doing school? Kind the of ballsiest move, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was taking the money that I had saved aside since I was working at sixteen, and I had working at sixteen in high school to save up for college, right? Because I didn't, I wasn't thinking at that point, or I wasn't actively thinking, and and then also my parents helped me with with they gave me some money because I wanted to go to uh, to CU Boulder, and um, taking the rest of that money and not telling them. And driving out, moving from Colorado to Tampa, Florida, buying an apartment or renting an apartment with a roommate and taking that money and, and, and giving it all to, to a commitment with, with another internet marketer, like investing all that money into a program. So they had no idea that, that you had done any of this? They had no idea until I already left school. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I called and I said, hey, I'm, I'm moving down to Florida. Can you help me move? And so he reluctantly like came and helped, but he was pissed the whole way there, you know, driving me to Florida like, what are you doing? And it's all worked out, though. So I think the other thing to go back to is the fact that for six months, you were so laser focused. You were so on purpose and had the energy of, I will not be denied. Like you were like, I am going to make this happen come hell or high water because you didn't give yourself another option. There wasn't any other way but that which what you were doing which I think is really powerful because it's like you're setting motion, you're creating momentum, you're setting and casting the vision of what it is you want to achieve. And inevitably, no matter however long it would take, I'm sure you knew that it it just had to happen. Yeah, it had. And Patty, this crazy thing happened to me when I was in Boulder, when I was like making this decision and I was like in my room debating back and forth. It was just turmoil for me, of course, small decision, but turmoil. And I'm, I was just struggling with what to do. Should I stay in school? Should I make my parents proud? Should I go? And I remember walking outside of my house and looking down the street and there was this, there was, um, a, there was a blind person who was riding one of those standing, like it was like a moped. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was standing, uh, moving vehicles and he was blind, but he was moving and, cr- and just moving through people and weaving around. What I remember thinking to myself is like this guy who can't see, he moves and he walks with the faith that he's going to get where he wants to go. So if a blind man can walk in faith, I need, we, I need to look at my decision. And if I can't see the, see the outcome, I have to believe in myself and, and have faith to know that whatever decision that I go is, I'm going to go down the right way. 
after seeing that, I remember being like, all right, this if this guy can do that, then I can go and I can do this. That's so we don't cool. need to see it with our eyes. We can see it in our mind. How did you get so spiritually deep? I mean, you're saying some stuff that I'm in a mass rent. It's every Sunday night. We, we read different books like the Master Key System from Charles oh. Hannell. And uh, yeah, we could probably... Bu- the whole thing? Oh, yeah, of course. But that, that book is so deep. And it's just like the, the types of stuff we're reading... Um, it's been going on for three years and it just, that's so been my church, quote unquote, that's been my church. I've learned so much more, you know, going through those books and having those discussions and it's really built the belief system I have in that spirituality. I, I would ask the same of you, where did you learn all this? Well, it's pretty incredible you, what you know. Well, I appreciate it, but you too, you too I, I don't talk to many people who know the Master Key System, <laughs> which is a phenomenal book. It is. What did you get most out of it? Because I haven't been able to finish it. Well, it's the kind of book that you have to read more than once for sure. And um, I actually follow a podcast. It's this guy, his name is Dave MacArthur. And, and the name of the podcast yeah. is called Mechanic to Millionaire. So he's been doing um, the podcast, I want to say, for about two and a half years. And when he started the podcast, he basically said, hey, guys, this is something that if I have one, peop- one person listen or two, it's just my mission to spread the awareness of how I came to be a mechanic that was suicidal into a multimillionaire. Now, he built his wealth in network marketing. And he talks about constantly and he'll reference passages in Charles Hannell's Master Key System, Wallace Waddles. We just read different books. And so for me, it's not one key message, but as much as it is a myriad of different messages that I've picked mm-hmm. up along the way. Our our absolute goal is to achieve that higher potential, is to live yeah. into our truth. And whatever that is for that person, it's it's about being masterfully congruent with who you are and not listening to the surface thinkers and the noise. And that's why like the fact that you don't have a TV in your house and the fact that you even know Charles Hannell, that's like tripping me out right now. But that to me, it's just like literally because of the books and that podcast and just these conversations, I'm way happy because I'm, I respond to shit. I almost said shit. I respond to stuff. I don't react to it. And, yeah. and to me, there's, there are no mistakes. There are no mistakes when things exactly. happen. It's like it is a manifestation of my neural net and what I've created. I love that. It's beautiful. I think what you said is that that's the secret. Like the secret is congruency and the secret is understanding that the dots, you know, do connect and that, and that we create a network within ourselves that will be represented without ourselves, um, in the world without, as you know. Yeah. Yeah. Once you fix the fix, like focus on the world within, that's all you have to worry about. That's it. I've been, I've been reading a lot of stoic philosophy from like Marcus Aurelius and, um, Seneca and, and it's amazing that it's, it's incredible. If you read these books, these books were written two, you know, over 2,500 years ago. And they're talking about, you know, if you change the grammar a little bit, yeah. you could read this book as if it was written 10 years ago. Yeah. And they talk about the exact same things, like the ultimate, the ultimate realization of a human being is to become the highest version of themselves. And you do that through understanding wisdom and philosophy. And for me, Patty, it, wasn't, it was just a, a calling and a desire to, once I found one book, like the feeling you get when... When you awaken from a dream and you just lay in your bed and you're like, oh, like, wow, that was a crazy dream, but you're awake now and you're happy that you're awake. Like that's what happened when I read thinking or rich, because it wasn't just about the principles in the book. It was like, I, I was, I, the door was locked and I couldn't get out, but I realized it was locked from the inside. 
Mm. And I, all I had to do was unlock it and open up. And so many, so many of us in the world think that the door is locked from the outside and we're trapped in this box of confusion, of depression, of anxiety, of, of, of poverty, but all these things, we, we, you know, we're locking ourselves in yep. and you might have to stumble around to find the key. But when you read these books, like thinking we're rich, like the science of getting rich. Yes. Yes. Like the master key system, anything by uh, the power of now, like all these books, they illuminate the room that you're in. And so you can find the keys, but so you can get out. But remember that that was where I was stuck was like, I was locked in myself and I found the key and I opened the door. And then when you do that, abundance starts to flow in. And that's so cool because it it clearly happened to you. It happened to you perfectly when it was supposed to. For Mm -hmm. me, I had to go through the whole, (laughs) I had to go through a lot longer period of just like your dad. You're like, okay, I guess I'll get my MBA because that's the right thing to do. So for me, I was just being so reactive to what the societal conditioning was around, oh, this is the path that you're supposed to take. You know what I mean? And it wasn't until like, you know what? I'm miserable. I'm miserable and I can't even understand why I'm miserable. It was because, and the, and, the, and to be so in your head and caught in, into that thinking. And so that was really just kind of the impetus for this whole thing and, and understanding people because it makes me sad, man. I was, I was on the plane from Vegas. We right. landed yesterday. People were coming off the plane already bitching about how they had to go to work the next day. They're like, reality's hitting in. This really sucks. I got to go to work tomorrow. And I look at them. I'm like, I ne- I, A, I never want to feel that way again. Oh, my God. Because when I wake up, I'm freaking excited. Like, I'm excited Good. to be alive. You know, I'm excited with what I'm going to do. I want to vibrate super, super high. And it's just like the thinking that they're in. I'm like, I wish you guys could understand that this is just a manifestation of your thinking. Yeah. Is that inner prison that you're in. I'm sorry. We're totally going off on a like a spiritual no, vibing, but it's so true. Yeah, and remember, that's why I said when I prefaced this whole thing, I said, it's cool that, that all these things happened to me with internet marketing and that I met right people and that I, I invested in this program. But the underlying principles is the fact, is, 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 was the thinking grow rich. And so I always bring it up because that's really the key. Like, that was the key. It wasn't the fact that I invested $25,000 or a lot of money. It wasn't the fact that I did all these things on the outer level, on the outside world. What happened was the internal world had changed. Yeah. And because of that, because I changed my frequency, the, the, my re- whole reality changed. This, I always say like, this isn't real reality. We're in an infinite field of potentiation and you can do and have anything you've ever wanted if you just align yourself and your frequency with the things that you want to create. And I did that and then those circumstances came into my life just because I aligned myself. It's it, just like a radio station, as you know. And it's so cool. This is just another thought that came to mind. I, um, I coached a little bit with this guy named Andy Murphy. He's got a, a really great podcast. I'll post it in the show notes, everybody. Yeah. But basically, he talks about none of this is real. When things that you get so bogged down by, you just have to put yourself in third party perspective. And mm-hmm. this is actually a technique that I use. So to me, I don't live in stress. Like I don't get stress. I, I don't feel overwhelmed because overwhelm is just code word for procrastination. We get frozen and feared and not do anything. Wow. But it's like third party perspective is like when I'm confronted with something where I'm like, if you just pull yourself out and look at look at yourself as like, wow, that's happening right now. And realizing how very insignificant that moment Mm. of what you're interpreting as a truth is so not. It's just whatever you're interpreting at that moment. And the bigger vision, the bigger mission, the bigger calling is what am I doing holistically with this time here right now and my response to it. Yes, I love that so much. I just had an experience the other day that, again, it was like like the when I was leaving college and I was watching that blind man navigate through a bunch of people. 
where I, f- I found out that houseflies, everyone knows houseflies, you're in the house, right? Yeah. They, li- they have an average lifespan of about six hours, right? And so I was thinking to myself, like, let's say that housefly had the awareness and the consciousness to, pr- to understand that it had only six hours of life. Okay, so it might spend one hour freaking out. Right. Like, oh, my shit. Like, I- I'm, <laughs> I got six hours. <laughs> and so then it stresses out for that whole hour. And then, okay, then it's going to say two things is going to happen. One, it's either going to say, I have five hours left. And I'm going to keep stressing out. Oh my God, I have five hours left. Or it's going to say, okay, I have five hours left. If I just appreciate and live in this moment now, yes. those five hours aren't going to matter. And a lot of us are like those houseflies. We think our life is super long, but in reality, it's a blink in the eye of the universe. This, I mean, it's a blip in everything. And so we can take these little moments of stress and anxiety and we can live inside them or we can realize we're like a housefly. We have five hours, theoretically. We have five hours left of life, and you just got to go for everything and just live inside of it and, and be in awe and wonder of the fact that you're flying around a, this world anyways. Exactly. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. So if you can believe this, we've actually been talking for half an hour. And I would ask you, what would you your vision for your life? I mean, you're 22. You have so much to accomplish, like, how do you see yourself evolving? Like, ultimately, what's the path that you want to take? I want to get Patty more more aware of my present moment, and I've been doing a lot of this awareness meditation. Meditate, of course, it's important to meditate every day, right? That's the one thing I would say. Take away of this of everything I say. Meditate, please meditate. Yes. Like, please become aware of your of yourself because we're so powerful, and I'm. I'm changing my mission before was to make a lot of money and make six figures. And then I realized that you could make, like I made it and then I, nothing changed. I was still the exact same person that I was. And I've heard this over and over and over again, but I had to experience it to, to, to understand that it's not about, again, it's never about the outer world. It's always about the world inside. And so my mission is just to become more aware of, of who I am and, and more aware of my relationship to the universe, not only inside me, but inside you and how me and you are the same and how the guy walking down the street is the same, and how I'm the same as a housefly, and how we all kind of, and again, it's woo-woo, it's fluff, but it's, but it's so, people might say that, yeah, you're right, but it's so, I think it's so fundamental, because we're all, we all vibrate on the, on the same frequency, and once I can see myself in you, and see myself in the housefly, and in the flower, and in the tree, then I'm going to know that, that I'm on the right path. And so that's really just my mission right now is just to grow, grow in that consciousness and make more money in the process. That's awesome. I am so, I had no idea that you were like this profound. I mean, here we were going to talk about Facebook and stuff. It's not even about, (laughs) it's not even about Facebook. There's so much more. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing and imparting this wisdom that I hope people listening are going to get a handle. It's not about Mike making um, all this money and doing all this stuff and having the popularity and the notoriety. It's just, being congruent, creating that flow. When you have that flow, that synchronicity is what happens next. And that's when you're just in a really beautiful place and profoundly vibrating, like at such a high level that you can create anything. So whether it's Facebook, if you want to be a cupcake decorator, you want to be, you know, a ballet dancer, whatever it's, it's, it's your birthright to do so. So thank you so much. How do people get in touch with you and find out more about what you're doing, your projects, et cetera. Um, So, Best way, like I'm, I'm pretty old school. Like, just find me on Facebook. I don't have a website or anything like crazy okay. like that. Find me on Facebook, but I've also I've got a website coming out right now um, to help people, you know, channel that flow state into what they love um, through webinars and people who who do webinars. So go to fbwebinars, fbwebinartraffic.com. 
fbwebinartraffic.com. Just find me on Facebook too. And that site will be up. It's not up yet, but it'll be up soon. Brilliant. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. So we're going to post fbwebinartraffic.com as well as Mike's social media handle and how to get in touch with them. Mike, you have, truly, truly have a beautiful mind. And uh, it's such an honor to have you on. And also, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing your trajectory. And the next time that we see each other, we're going to have to definitely vibe on this entire topic because yeah. it's so hard to find people like you. Do you know what I mean? So I love yeah. it. I mean, I could talk about this forever. Yeah, we need to we need to talk more. Okay. <laughs> All right, Here's sounds it. cool. All right, thank you so much, Mike. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook. <laughs>